Welcome to Surrey Economic Insights, where we sit down with some of the top city building and industry experts to unpack the latest business insights and opportunities affecting fast-growing cities like the City of Surrey in British Columbia, Canada. My name is Stephen Wu, the Manager of Economic Development with the City of Surrey, and we've got an exciting guest today that's leading the way for agri-innovation, not just in Surrey, but British Columbia. Simon Fraser University's Ag Tech Innovation Sandbox just last week received $10 million to bring ag tech innovation to life. And we've got the man who's driving the charge here with us today. We'd like to welcome Sylvain. He's the Associate Professor at the Interactive Arts and Technology at SFU. And he's also the CEO of the Digital Health Circle. So thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm sure that with this new announcement, the number of titles that you're gonna have are gonna only expand and the (laughs) responsibilities as well. Hi, thank you, Stephen, and uh, thank you for having me today. I'm very excited. Yeah, so maybe before we begin, like you and I first kind of talked and met when you were dealing a lot with health technology, and you're still very much so involved in health technology. Maybe tell us a little bit about your background and how you transitioned into agriculture, because is there a lot of similarities, differences? How did this all come about? Yeah, so as you know, I'm the CEO of Digital Health Circle, and I think that's where everything started. So when we were working into the sector of health and, and medical technologies, we like really wanted to find a solution to help the industry and the academia and also, you know, the hospitals, the clinics, the government to kind of work together because we were like observing that there was a lot of silos. So everybody was trying to really improve health and help Canadians, but in their own silo. And so we saw that, okay, let's try to create a model in which like, we can bring everybody together at the same table and that this project can really change the healthcare system and improve it in Canada. And so then we tried to work that during several years with uh, uh, an organization, which is a national center of excellence in academia, which is called AgeWell. And through this organization, we were able to, to test different models of innovation. And so I got really interested into stuff like only doing the research, if you want, at the international level, but to kind of understand how can we bring the research that is done in labs to Canadians and in healthcare at the bedside. And so through this organization, we tried different innovation models. How can we do that? And through those trial and error, we actually find one model that we call the circular innovation model. And so this is a model that I created to try to bring everybody together and push forward those innovation, put them to, towards the market. And what it turned out is that this model has been super successful in aging technologies. And then we tried health technologies and we tried digital health technologies and we tried medical technology. And in all those fields, it was always a little bit different, you know, because they have their specificity, but it was always successful. And so we, in 2008, we received a large grant from the federal level that helped us to really kind of like expand this model. And because it has been successful uh, in the last few years, we created like over 200 jobs. Uh, we, uh, the revenue of companies in BC grows to 50 million. And we introduced 19 new technologies that can help Canadians. And so the federal government asked us to expand that to other domains. And so one of the domain where we had this kind of like silo was agri-tech. And so that, the government proposed us to kind of expand that to agri-tech and try to understand if this model of circular innovation could actually bring success to agri-technology. And so it's been two years we were working on that and it, it looked like uh, it, it, 
it's it's a very successful model for now. So the adventure started from there. So because the, really my goal is to really try to find way through technology to improve the life of Canadians and support them. Uh, so that's really what was my driven force. Absolutely. And, you know, dealing with so much in the health space, we know that a lot of the health issues deal with food and having healthy access to food. So there is that natural synergy between that. And, you know, when you kind of talk a lot about these different technologies, I guess there's also a lot of base technologies where there's actually quite a lot of similarities between agritech and health technology and whatnot. Can you talk a little bit about the expertise that um, SFU will be bringing to the table to support ag based on what the successes have been today? Yes, so our president, Dr. Joy Johnson, and our vice president of research international, uh, Dugan O'Neill, have, have really pushed forward the envelope to, to really help uh, innovation in that sector of agri-tech inside of SFU. So one of the kind of leader in SFU is we have a lot of robotic expertise in that domain. We have also a lot of computer science expertise. So this is all linked to machine learning. And we have also chemical leading expertise. So, and then there is other type of expertise inside of SFU because we, SFU is a very large uh, national university. So, but those are probably like the three pillars in which we're going to help. But AGIS, what we call the AgTech Innovation Sandbox, AGIS, is led by SFU, but is also conscious to involve other universities. So there is KPU that is also involved in the initiative and the University of Fraser Valley that is also a part of this initiative. So University of North British Columbia, BCIT, like there is a lot of uh, academic institutions that are part of this initiative. So we see that as really a provincial initiative that are going to try to help. Of course, our main center is going to be Surrey because that's, that's where we have one of our main campus as a SFU Surrey campus. But it's really to engage other partners, industry, not-for-profit, agri-food producers into that. So this is not only a SFU initiative, but really a provincial initiative. Yeah, and I think that's what makes it special because, you know, when I used to be a little bit more involved in the agriculture sector, you know, there's a lot of crops that we actually um, grow here in British Columbia. And um, I think that's one of the benefits of the province being able to be so diverse in the crops, but it's also one of the challenges where we have so many, it requires a lot more effort and a lot of different technologies to optimize the crops. And it's great that you're bringing the partners who have been in the agricultural space for such a long time to come together and work on projects in this space. And when I kind of dealt with a lot of agriculture, you know, people kind of think of agriculture as one of those traditional sectors, you know, very much so stuck in their way. And because why fix something that's still working? What are you hoping to bring to the table? And how are you going to be working with a lot of these traditional industries that have a lot of ingrained methodologies and even cultures and philosophies of doing things? How are you going to break through some of that? I think like the, the, you know, in the past, a lot of the initiative that they have tried to do is kind of a top down process in which the, the initiative is saying, oh, we should do things that way. And then, and then people just kind of like uh, agree or not. And I think that has been one of the reasons why we had like so many issues in that field. I think the goal of our ages is really to, to do the reverse. I mean, like we don't want to impose anything. We want to kind of help people achieve their ideas and their dreams by empowering them. So let's say we have an agri-food producer that wants to kind of change the way he works on crops. But where to start? You know, like this is a very different domain than technology. And so 
we want to be the resource by which like we try to kind of bring technological partners or industries with him in that project. And we try to support these kind of uh, teams and, and try to bring what is his dream forward. So it's really the kind of like the other way of thinking about the problem. It's like we want to hear from our partners, like agriculture, the tech companies, uh, the government, like the, the different not-for-profit or municipalities, how can we help? And then through our expertise of leading innovation and producing, you know, new product and, and new solution is like who we have to bring to the table to make that dream something real and concrete. Mm -hmm. And I guess when you kind of take a look at this, I know that you've done a lot of industry engagement to date. Where do you see a lot of these challenges are coming from? What are the big challenges that you're seeing right now? I think the one main one that we see is the nature of silo, meaning like, you know, agri-food producer don't talk to tech company who don't talk to academia, who don't talk to government. Uh, so I think that's one where we're going to try to break those barriers to facilitate those relationships and those uh, collaborations. The second one is clearly in terms of human resources, how we can help create this generation of people who are going to empower those ideas, who are going to revolutionize the field of uh, agriculture. So that's the second point. And I think probably the third point is really to create a network in sense that we're going to be able to link people and you know, introduce a different domain to each other, but also being a resource in terms of like for them, they know where they can work. We actually work really well with uh, the Minister of Jerry and Minister of Agriculture in BC, where they have the uh, agriculture concierge. And but not everybody knows that they, they have these those resources. So it's kind of like helping this communication, this bridge between those different partners. Absolutely. And we've talked a lot about this, you know, in Surrey, you know, it's quite unique here where one third of our land base is within the agricultural land reserve. So there's quite a bit of farming in Surrey, despite the fact that it's a fast growing city, one of the fastest in Canada. And with that, you know, we also have a lot of companies in greenhouse technologies doing a lot of control systems. And I think actually um, the company that I'm thinking of, Argus Controls, they've actually had a lot of interactions with SFU because SFU is one of those places, actually not just SFU, but SFU Surrey is one of those places with robotics expertise and control systems and sensors. Do you think that there's certain areas of agriculture where we can see BC be the leader? Because I, I think a lot of times when you kind of take a look at it, yes, we do produce over a hundred different types of crops, but when people think about Canadian agriculture, they're still thinking the prairies, they're thinking Saskatchewan, they're thinking Alberta. How do we put ourselves on the map? What do we need to do? Well, I think like you, you have a little bit this answer in, in your question in a way that like I think it's very rare to have this kind of environment like we have in Surrey or like we have in Abbotsford, where we have this cohesion between very ambitious academic partners, very ambitious tech companies, and very ambitious municipalities. So we all to so there is already this this kind of like ingredient to make this great recipe, right? Like already there. So, you know, what I would encourage, I think company have to kind of get closer to those environment and, 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 and get involved. So that's going to be how we're going to probably help. Like to tell you, like for the second part of your question, it's really hard to say because, you know, when you get to know like those field in agriculture in BC, there is so many opportunities in which we can be leader. 
But I think we are just at the birth of like the capacity in terms of like how much we can grow more if we involve technology inside of those exploitations or those farms. So I really think he will be in the next five years, not one domain that's going to that's gonna be in front, but several of them. You know, like, for example, I was talking to a company uh, this week where they create bees robots. Mm. So, like, you, you can, like, the imagination that the sector has is quite impressive. And, you know, like, for, I'm French, so for me, like, food is very, <laughs> very important, you know. So I'm always amazed. I really like to go and meet the fantastic uh, agri-producer that, that create that food. And wine, and, right? And, you know, at, <laughs> and wine, yeah, and yeah. lots of wine. <laughs> so we'll see you in yes, Kelowna. I, you know, I, I never, I never avoid those visits. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. And, and also, like, you know, there is also a new generation of agri-food producer that, that really want to, to bring technology in their exploitations. So I think that's also a key moment, right? Like we are coming at a point in time where everybody care about that. And I also think that Canadians and, and BC citizens, they, they really care about having great quality food that, that come from BC. And they, they, we pass the stage that we don't care if the food is not really good for us. I think people really care about food and the quality of them. And I think that gives us an edge because quality is very important for BC agri-food producer. So not everybody can produce at the quality of BC agri-food producer are, uh, are doing. Yep, I mean, absolutely. I think we, we know it best because like we eat the stuff on a day-to-day yes. basis and it, it's it's really good stuff. So I, you know, I, I think we're very fortunate to have you here so quickly after your announcement because I think, you know, the $10 million um, in funding is, is quite a big deal. And I know that once the announcement went out there, there was obviously a lot of interest in how they can kind of work with SFU. So if there are companies and there are partners, even farmers who want to work with SFU and your partners as well, how do they get in touch? What do they have to do? I, I think it's pretty simple. Just send us an email. Okay. Like, uh, we, have a, like we have a website or just Google my name and send me an email. Like um, uh, the, the point for me and how uh, we want to run this initiative is really by collaboration. And also, if people want to work with SFU, that's great. But if they have another academic partner in BC that they're interested in, this is totally okay. So point for us is to help you achieve that goal or that dream or that technology as fast and as easy as we can help. If it is to work with KPU, this is fantastic. They have like very great facilities. If it is with UFVs, this is also a great news for us, and we want to empower that. If it is with the University of North, North British Columbia or others, right, or University of Victoria, like we want to really empower that. So, so don't think that there is nothing that is related to you. Just come and talk to us about your idea, because. Our goal is to facilitate uh, this project. Are there any agriculture areas that is off limits that you will not deal with or pretty much call you and then there will be an assessment that you guys will probably work with these partners on? Yeah, like, like no, there is no limit. Okay. We're really large in terms of agriculture because I think that's our strength. You know, like you were talking about the diversity of uh, agri-food producer in BC. It's true that, you know, in terms of volume, it could be a limit, but in terms of like creating technology that is, you know, life changing for, for the domain, uh, this is actually a benefit. This is like kind of like the best playground for technology to be developed and to really impact agri-food production. 
Fantastic. Well, no, this is super exciting. And I, I kind of want to come with you to some of these visits as well, because, you know, I, I'm a foodie, especially the, the the winery. So find some and we actually have some in Surrey. So we'll, we'll be making sure to kind of maybe facilitate some visits out there as well in the near future. Oh, yeah, please, please do. And like, and yeah, you can come with me anytime. Like uh, it's always so impressive to see the work that people are doing in that field. Is mind-blowing. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again for your time today, Sylvain, and for sharing your insights. And thank you so much for our listeners for tuning into Surrey Economic Insights. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a rating and review. And don't forget to share this with others as well. Follow us on LinkedIn if you'd like to catch the next episode as soon as it's released. See you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you.